This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. This is my house. This is my house. I'm taking over, okay? Stephen A. and the crew. Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Touchdown! It's a Sammy Watkins Palooza! Touchdown! Kansas City! According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpups. Touchdown Bullpups! No flags on the play! It is 99 yards right up the seam! The big play threat from a season ago does it again! Everything happening in the sports world. Personal file. 69. Offense. He was giving them the business. And even some things not happening in the sports world. I tell you, I thought this morning I wasn't going to make it to this <laughs> afternoon. I, I haven't had many mornings like that in a long time. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson. Sort of a devastating weekend for all of his teams, Mr. Steve Sell. Steve, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Try that again. Good afternoon. You look warm today. I'm trying to be warm. I've been I was cold last night. I Slept at my window wide open. Too you cold. slept with your window open? It was 47 degrees? I was too cold to get up and shut it, so I just piled on. I just pulled more blankets on. Oh, well, there you go. But it was good sleeping weather. Steve, tough weekend for Ooh. all your people. Not good. Bad for the Redbirds. Baby Pedro just came in and just threw up all over himself. And, you know, the Cardinals had that game one with the Braves, up 1-0 in the ninth. They bring in Carlos Martinez who had just given up three runs in game one. Uh, he had two out, runner at second, and then, of course, a strange move. You, to me, you never put the uh, go-ahead run on first base. Right. And uh, Cardinals manager Mike Schilt decided to do that, brought up Dansby Swanson, who's been hitting the ball great. Uh, Dansby Swanson never got a hit off baby Pedro, but uh, Dan Swanson swinging a hot bat. He gets a hit. Of course, that ties the game up, and then a guy gets a hit off the end of the bat. So Martinez has pitched two innings in the postseason, giving up six runs. Cardinals will probably get closed out today. I got a feeling they won't win today. It'll be over in four. And that's what I predicted at the start. I said Atlanta would win in four. Not only that, your Kansas Jayhawks did not win but they actually, against the Oklahoma for Sooners. For a half, I thought they weren't bad. Well, they did better than your, what, 70 to nothing 71 prediction? 71-14. That was a bad but, prediction. But OU, but OU just looked totally disinterested. Jalen Hurts just – I guarantee you, they, they knew they knew Texas was coming up, you know, this week. And I just think they were they were looking past KU. Who wouldn't? And uh, KU now has fired its offensive coordinator. That's I, right. I mean, it's if it did one thing for the Jayhawks, it's something else. They fire their offensive coordinator. Your favorite guy, Snoop Dogg, puts on just a, a ridiculous show. Oh, don't worry. We're going to talk about and that. Alan Fieldhouse – I mean, Bill Self had to know what was going to happen. If you get Snoop Dogg. Oh, don't worry, Steve. 16, We're going to dive into in it. In front of 16,000. Uh, you know, the, they're on. They're going to be on probation at some point. Right now, KU Athletics, it's just a very black eye for the state of Kansas. And then your Kansas City Chiefs, who I think you were a little more skeptical of than I was with their Sunday night game against the Colts. 
I thought it was going to be a walkthrough. They'd show up. I said Patrick Mahomes would throw for five touchdown passes. I did say he'd throw for an interception. Got that wrong. Still didn't throw for one. Well, he did, but it got called back. Right. Yeah. No, it hit the ground. Yeah, it's not hit, an interception. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Steve, we tried to have this same conversation a week ago, last Monday, after the teams went over the Lions, where the defense was so bad the whole game, but that day, Patrick Mahomes was at his best, and they were still able to find a way to go down the field and win at the very end. Last night, nothing went right. They still had a chance at the end of that game to still win it, despite everything that went wrong in terms of injuries, in terms of their run defense getting absolutely gashed by the Indianapolis Colts, and their run offense pretty much not showing up. They didn't could have try. almost played that game without they, a running back. They didn't try. They really, what, they have 11 rushing attempts, something 14 like 14 rushing attempts well, for 36 you, yards. Yeah, you, you know, you got to try at some point. But that football game, this is really what's weird. This is kind of a teaser for my column for tomorrow. The Chiefs went from being basically locked locks to be in the championship game against New England to just now, now they got to win the division. Because I wouldn't go that far. I do because that division is still I'm very they, easy to win. They can win that division with nine. They can go nine and seven and win that division, but maybe ten. But I'm saying the what's scary is the injuries are just piling up. They don't have enough depth, quality depth, to overcome some of these losses. They're down two offensive linemen now. Uh, they're da- Sammy Watkins may be done for a couple games. We don't know. And, you know, Sammy Watkins can never stay healthy. He didn't last year. Patrick Mahomes. Did you forget about the other wide receiver that's still hurt? Tyreek. Right. He may be back next week. Patrick Mahomes was hurt all night. Patrick Mahomes was hurt all night. And that's, you know, the way he started, he was on pace. We were watching the game at a friend's house. He was on pace after a quarter to throw for 520 yards. He was just looking unbelievable. Then he got his ankle stepped on. He got an ankle stepped on again. He had no mobility. Travis Kelsey, I don't know where his mind was last night. He just seemed like he was out of sorts. He got into it on the sideline with Eric Bieniemy. Of course, he later kind of made up with him. But Kelsey, you know, he he just he just kind of looked like he was clabbering around. He just didn't seem himself. The run defense was just beyond atrocious. And remember, and, Chris Jones was hurt too. Yeah, and the, and that, I think he's hurt. He could be out several games. There's a possibility. A groin injury for him. You know, Fisher's been out three games. We don't know when he's going to be back. They don't have enough. You know, you lose Chris Jones on defense. Who do you got left? You got Honey Honey Badger was the only one that really played very well. He had a pretty good game last night. But what about Breland? What do you have, four penalties? It was bad. At least four. It was really bad. And another one that was declined. I mean, I felt like I was watching Marcus Cooper and Steven Nelson and and, uh, you know, those... Where's Frank Clark? Frank, Where's he been? Yeah, Frank Clark, he's he's just trying to sack everybody, and all he does is run past the quarterback every time. This is a Chiefs team. When, when you look at it, look who comes into town next week. The Houston Texans. Did you see what they did on Sunday? They put up about 88 points. 53 points and 680 yards. 580 yards. <sighs> Can you imagine what they're going to do to Kansas City's ridiculous defense? Now, I know people are saying they only gave up 19 points, which is true. But they never got any stops. They didn't get off the field. Yeah, 38 minutes to 22. And then everyone knew 
Mahomes was going to throw it every down, and because Kansas City had just basically gave up on the running game, and with that makeshift offensive line right now, Patrick Mahomes is a sitting duck back there. What is the one thing that I have said over and over with this team in terms of the personnel on offense, Steve? The person that changes this team, Tyreek Hill. Right. When Tyreek Hill is out there, and I think I heard Chris Collinsworth echo a similar thought, that it makes this team so difficult to cover. But when you take him out and you say, okay, no Tyreek Hill, no Sammy Watkins, okay, you got to take care of Travis Kelsey. Indianapolis did a pretty good job of that. Yeah. Then you go, okay, Byron Pringle? Yeah. Demarcus Robinson? You, then you throw Pringle Nicole did Hardman. A, Pringle did have a good game. Right, but Byron Pringle is not an elite NFL he's, he's talent. He's not Tyreek Hill. No. Yeah, yeah, and he's not Sammy Watkins. He's an okay wide receiver. Yeah. That's a rookie. That's been cut. It was cut twice in the preseason. So what I'm saying is when this offense has Tyreek Hill, has Sammy Watkins, it doesn't matter what the defense does unless you're playing in the AFC Championship game in Foxborough in the snow. What happened to all the trickeration? I mean, they didn't they did, they didn't do a lot of shifting. All it was was Patrick Mahomes dropping back, running for his life. He made some incredible throws on the run, by the way. What was it? He's, he had a passer rating at one point of 153 of throws on the run. But he has taken so many hits this year. He start you can just he's starting to get gun shy. He's starting to throw the ball. Well, he's starting like, to get mad. Yeah, and he's throwing the ball off his back foot, which means it's going to sail. It's, he's going to miss people. I think I think he is starting to get skittish back there because their offensive line is so bad. And I think Eric Fisher would really, really oh, help yeah, this no team. Doubt. And you know, I used- as much grief as Eric Fisher gets, he's a whole lot better than Cam Irving. Oh yeah, Cam. Ir- well, the the play Justin Houston at the end of the game sacked Mahomes. I mean, Cam Irving. I don't think even knew he was supposed to block. Justin Houston got in there untouched. Mahomes had barely gotten back to set his feet, and he was already tackled. I've never, I don't know if I've talked about this a ton on this show. I talked about it a little bit a couple years ago in regards to KU football. And Indianapolis has implemented some strategy and some numbers into their decision-making this year. And what I mean by that is when they elect to go for it on fourth down, what they decide to do on third down and eight when they're at their own 40. And they leave it up to analytics. You can punch in the equation and say, okay, it's fourth down and three. We're at our own 45. There's this much time left. Should we go for it? And we saw on really the game-changing drive for the Colts in the second half where they were able to eat up about seven minutes a clock, and they went for it several times on fourth down, and they converted. And part of that was that they were very confident in their offense and knew that, hey, we could step up there and run the ball and pick up as many yards as we need to. But I really think... That is a game changer for teams, especially that aren't quite as talented offensively. When you know you have four plays to pick up the 10 yards instead of three plays to pick up the 10 yards, I think it changes your offense, especially when you're playing a bad defense. You know we can go for it. You know we can keep the offense out on the field. And you have faith that you are able to convert. And I honestly think the Chiefs are in a position where they should begin to think about some things like that, too. Yeah. Maybe not as much the analytics as it is just gut feeling. Well, they feeling. did go on fourth down one time, and they ran, what was it? They were fourth and one, and they ran a, or fourth and two, I think it was, and tried a running play that lost yards. But look at this. Two weeks in a row now, 
Look how many times Detroit went for it. Look how many, or three weeks in a row. Look how many times Baltimore went for it on fourth down. When you're going up against, number one, an offense on the other side of the field that you know is going to put up points, but number two, a defense that you know can't stop you. They can't stop the run. When you know they can't stop you, why wouldn't you go for it? I mean, team, you state, boy, fourth, fourth and one, can they make it? Against Kansas City, it's just like, okay, they'll make it. Let's go in and think what they're going to do on first down. Kansas City can't stop anybody on the ground. I mean, teams, it ought to be like the old OU football where they used to throw two times a game. Teams against the Chiefs should never put the ball in the air. The Chiefs could put nine in the box, and I don't think they could stop the run. Steve, name me a Colts skill player that you thought was unbelievable last night. I didn't. There wasn't. That's my point. Mac was Mac was pretty good. Marlon Mack was fine. Yeah. But five yards of carry. The place where this game was won was on the offensive line. Well, T.Y. Hilton didn't do anything. You know, he's Four a- catches for 37 yards. Yeah. In terms of what the Chiefs defense needed to happen for all the skill guys and their numbers, they were fine. But they were not good enough to get off the field. They were not good enough to show any sort of resistance. And that you knew for the last 20 minutes of that game, what was going to happen. Well, they were gassed. Right. They were so tired, they could bear, They were huffing and puffing. If it had been a hot night, Colts would have won by 30. I just I keep saying, once this Chiefs offense gets everybody healthy, everybody back on their feet, everybody back on two healthy feet, I think they are impossible to stop. But when they are not healthy, and they don't have the weapons, and when they haven't invested on defense to have any sort of speed at linebacker, to have any sort of strength in the secondary, then you lose Chris Jones and you don't have much of anything up front. Anthony Hitchens. They lost Anthony Hitchens. Right. So when you haven't invested at linebacker, your secondary is terrible, and your defensive line can't stop the run, the equation doesn't add up. Right. The football math says, okay, this is not going to be a very good team. Well, what... I'm the, not jumping off the bandwagon the only thing, yet. The only thing that adds up right now, 4-1 and one still leading in the West. But right. that is very tenuous right now, especially with the way the Raiders are. It's I can't even believe I'm saying this, but the Raiders are coming on like gangbusters. Well, they beat Chase Daniel this week. But it was in they It was in It was not in Chicago. It was, yeah, it it was, was in England. England. But they've won two games in a row away from the black hole. There's no home field advantage there besides they just get You think get Trey the, Fall was chortling after that? Yeah, I'm sure he feels good. Hey, good for the Broncos. Big win for Denver. Yeah. I'm sure they're all fired and up. And the Chargers lost again? Yeah, to Denver. Wow. It was ugly. Yeah. Joe Flacco, he's elite. He's a champion quarterback. Well, Coach Strathman, I was watching, he was watching the game with us last night. Those, That's his team, and I'm sure he was happy to see them get into the win column. And remember, the Chiefs in two weeks have the Broncos in Denver. And I have Phillip Lindsay on my fantasy team against that Chiefs defense. Who do you think is going to be my number one running back? Philip Lindsay. You bet. 100 yards, three touchdowns probably. Okay, Steve, let's take our first break and get away from the Chiefs and their mess last night. <laughs> let's dive into your second favorite mess of the weekend oh, that man. happened on Friday night at Allen Fieldhouse. Oh, my. Snoop D-O-double-G was in the house, and I need your comments. I need your response. I need you to give your KU State of the Union address because people need to hear what you have to say. We'll do that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, 
Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE. Snoop Dogg is in the house with me. Is that what that, that is? That is Steve Sell. Oh, no, I am not Snoop Dogg. D-O-double-G. I don't think so. At Late Night at the Fog, Allen Fieldhouse. So, on on Friday night, Steve and I were back here at the radio station and trying to decompress after the big McPherson-Bueller game on Friday night. And then I started seeing all the news coming in about Snoop Dogg's performance at Late Night at the Fog. And I started showing some of the videos to Steve and some of the pictures to Steve. And I think your reaction would best be classified as embarrassed. Was that would that be? Oh yeah. Would that be your reaction? Definitely. Give me your takeaways. Are are you okay with everything? How are you feeling now, forty eight hours removed from the DOGG's big performance? Well, first of all, they had to know what they were getting when they booked Snoop Dogg to be at late night. I mean, anyone that knows Snoop Dogg, he's some kind of rapper or something. I'm not familiar. some kind of rapper. I'm not familiar with his work. He I don't, is some kind of rapper. I don't know. I'm not. I don't. He's like the most famous rapper of all time. I, well, Pistol always says Jay Z, but I think he's on a different level than Jay Z. But uh, anyway, they had to know what they were getting. It was an embarrassment. You have to remember, you know. I, I know there's a lot of students that go to late night, but KU's got a fan base. They got a lot of people that are in their 70s and 80s that get those primo seats and they had to be horrified by what they saw bill self's kind of like oh my gosh i i I had a feeling you know it might be different but i didn't think it was going to be this bad i just i just put this on ku they could have had somebody else i mean i go back to when the players did the skits you know that was well they did all that yeah but it's not like snoop dogg went out there for four hours and that's all it was they, they didn't need him i mean some of the things he did were very poor taste and kate right now with the way things are going at KU, my alma mater, uh, it's just one embarrassment after another. Um, you know, Bill Self, you know, it still looks like they're going to, I think they're going to land on probation. He keeps saying, oh, nothing to it. You know, we'll fight these charges and I didn't do anything. Well, they're going to get hit. They're going to get hit hard. That's a black eye. They fired their offensive coordinator on the football team today, you know, six games into the season. That's a black eye. The probation hanging over them is a black eye. The crowd size of their football games. I mean, the Oklahoma Sooners are at Memorial Stadium, and they announced the crowd at 35,000 when there was probably maybe 20,000 there and about 13,000 of them were wearing OU. Right now, this athletic program is just an absolute mess. So for those of you that aren't quite as tuned in to the whole Snoop Dogg thing, he was performing at the end of late night. So they did all the introductions of the players, and Coach Self talked, and I'm sure whoever the women's coach is, is that still Schneider or yeah, whatever his name is? Yeah, at least for this year. He's so be there after they this do year. all their introductions, and this was to close out the night. And Snoop Dogg, let's just be very blunt about this, no pun intended, yeah. is a big fan of the marijuana. Right. And so there's all sorts of weed apparel that's out there. They also have some poles 
like dancing poles. I just use your imagination on that. And there were women dancing on them, clothed, but yeah. women dancing on them. Yeah, but there were. He had a gun that would shoot out money and was throwing dollar bills at the women that are over by the poles and fans in the in the stands. So there, there's your picture for it. So there was no part of you that thought it was funny? No. I'm sorry, I don't. And K-Staters are just having a field day with this. I know uh, some of my K-State friends are just... So no part of you thought, I wish I was back in college and they, would have been there for this. I Even if I'd been in college and been there... I don't think I'd been happy about this because you would have been you would have been mad. You would have left out of there and said, "What are we doing?" No, I would have just sat there and go. I'd go, "Why? Why is this guy performing here? Bring back Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Let them." Perform. Okay, so l- l- let me let me try this in a different direction. I got to think of a of the right act. The boss. So I'd have the boss. L- let's say Aerosmith rolled up to Late Night at the Fog while you were in school. Yeah. And Steven Tyler is wearing his scarves and he's screaming and taking his shirt off and grabbing people in the crowd and maybe brings out a dancer of his own. You wouldn't have thought that was funny then? I don't think I don't think Aerosmith would have done that. Oh, I, I, they did some things, I, Steve. I, I think they... We just didn't see it. It's I on think the back Aero, I, I think Aerosmith would be smart enough to know not to have dancing poles and money guns. and. I'm just saying... Maybe I'm just an old fogey. I, I mean, think that's a part of it. You have to remember, you're you're 40 years younger than I am. I think it was funny. Well, in, in, in the sense of, this I'm, is really happening. I guess I don't think it's funny because I'm an alum and I know how bad this looks. And I don't like my alma mater being laughed at. On the opposite end of the spectrum, I do think it was funny. And it's for college kids and I think that they would have appreciated that. On the opposite end of thing, uh, of things... What is the University of Kansas? What, what would you call it? An institution of higher learning. Right. So the institution of higher learning is paying for this and that all this is going on on the floor. I'm not saying that we can't ever have fun and, and there are fraternities at these institutions of there's, higher there's learning fun where things happen. stupid fun. I just, uh, it, it blows my mind that they would have let it happen. And part of me is saying that's why it's so funny. That it was just crazy. They, they had to know. I mean, this, oh, for sure. This Snoop Dogg guy. I mean, I've seen him on. He's got some show with like Martha Stewart. Oh yeah. Which to they me, are very good friends. Yeah. That she. Well, maybe she's a who knows cannabis lover or whatever they call it. But anyway, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't. Is that what they? Is that what it's called? Is that what it's called? I don't know. A lover of the weed. Let's just yeah, say that. maybe. I don't know. You know what Stephen A. always says? Stay off the weed. Stay off the weed. I, I don't know. I, I just think there are some elements to it where I go, okay, that was funny. We're trying to have fun. We've got I'm college a- students here. We want them to be excited. All the guys on the basketball team, all the girls on the oh, basketball sure, team, I, they I, all probably love Snoop Dogg. I'm sure the college kids probably thought it was great and part of it is for that yeah then the other half is like okay this is a school (laughs) there's probably a late night class going on next door where they're trying to teach people about accounting i think i I would have been in class instead of being steve you would not have been in class i would have been an econ 104 with harry schaefer that a guy i could never understand because he was german so my question for you steve is this are you okay with how things are being run in lawrence with the athletic department no. With, with the probation, the basketball team's probably going to go on and the trouble that they're about to get in. The football team and, and how things have gone for them this year. 
Then you throw in Snoop Dogg at late night. Are you okay with how things are going? I'm ready for some good news. I want something good to happen. I want. Where the- do you put this blame? Put it on the school for bringing in Snoop. Dogg. Okay, a bit less whoever, than school. Whoever made. Are you saying Jeff Long? Whoever, Are you saying who, Chancellor? Whoever made the decision to bring him in. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm sure, saying for everything, I'm not sure, just Snoop Dogg. Oh, for, for how everything's well, going right now. You can't now. blame Jeff Long because a lot of this happened before he got there. So, lack of institutional control. You got to put a lot of this on Bill Self. I'm sorry for the basketball. I think a lot of this is KU saying we know we're about to get in some trouble. So let's just go down with flames. We we got this house is getting repoed. Let's just start pouring the gasoline and light the match and let's leave. Well, I know they turn out journalists. That's what I know. Yeah, there there are a few great ones from that school there, Steve. (laughs) All right, so no fun. You didn't think it was funny. I did not think it was funny. I'm sure not funny at all. I'm sure there's a lot of people that are disagreeing with me and saying that I'm stodgy and old and. Cranky. No, nobody would say that about you. Nobody would say that about you. Yeah. All right, Steve, let's take one final break. Let's talk a little college football from the weekend. Okay. We can give a little recap on your Jayhawks as well as K State, who suffered its second loss in a row as they were at home the other day against Baylor. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union. The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Wrapping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. Steve, busy week coming up. You and I have three broadcasts this week. Busy week with homecoming for the Mac College Bulldogs. Right. You, you're losing me there. I, I got I see you got it figured out. Now, yeah. we've got soccer tomorrow night, bullpup football at Augusta on Friday. But Saturday, weird day for KU and K-State. I thought the Jayhawks looked okay. Yeah. I, I thought they were fine. They were good for a half. Especially against a very talented team like OU. But... K-State's the team that's really confusing me right now. Wow. Because I really thought offensively they were doing a lot of things well in their first three or four games before, or three games before they got into conference play. And now I watch them, and offensively, they can't figure anything out. Well, teams know that they can't throw. I mean, I thought Skylar Thompson could throw the football, but maybe he doesn't have the receivers because teams are putting seven and eight in the box. They only scored 12 points against Baylor at the Bill. You know, you got 50,000 strong at the Bill. With their white pants and white helmets. I thought, I thought looked, it looked good. I thought it looked sharp. But uh, K-State, uh, I'm just scratching my head. Because after I when they beat, what was it, Mississippi State? Yes. I said, this is a team that could finish in the top four of the Big 12. And right now, man, the way they're going, I don't know who they got this week. Fortunately, neither of them played this week. That's right, KU and K-State are off this week. So, And that's probably, a good, especially for KU with getting a new offensive coordinator, so they'll be able to put some new stuff in and let the new guy put his stamp. I don't know who K-State comes back with. Do you have the schedule? If you give me one second, I'll pull it up. Okay. They will play TCU at home. Now, that's a game they're going to win. I just I believe they'll win. But uh, for K-State to get the six wins and make a bowl game, yeah, eh, I'm not sure. Well, K, I mean, KU's a given. But who Oh, else? I thought you meant KU get to six no, wins. No, K-State. K-State. K-State fans, relax. Relax. They'll be- Everybody's freaking out. 
Relax. Yeah. Coach Kleiman's got it working. Yeah. It's just going to take a little bit of time to get this offense going. Yeah. Relax. But TCU's a game they can win, but then look at the – I mean, they still got OU to play, Texas. And all of a sudden, Texas Tech looks pretty good. Oklahoma State, that's another team I can't figure out. No. I mean, they haven't looked very good all year, but they beat K-State. So, you know, let's face it. It's OU Texas, which is this week, by the way, and then it's everybody else as far as I'm concerned. Busy week coming up. Steve, get some rest. Stay warm. Oh, I'll try. Oh, by the way, snow showers in the forecast for Friday. Bring it on. On the trip to Augusta. Wrapping up today's show for Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tomorrow. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, the Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.